What's up, guys? I'm John Stegaitis, and I'll be talking about the civil rights movement throughout the 1950s and 1960s. The civil rights movement was a struggle for social justice for African Americans. So why am I talking about this? So I'll be discussing this because a lot of people know about the civil rights movement. However, not a lot of people know the timeline and how things escalated as time passed towards the end of the civil rights movement in 1968. So we'll be first talking about In 1954, the Brown vs. Board of Education, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled an end to segregation in schools. It overturned the earlier Plessy vs. Ferguson Act in 1896, decision that permitted separate but equal facilities for blacks and whites. In reality, though, everything was separate, not equal. Fun fact about the Brown vs. Board of Education. The Supreme Court's Brown v. Board of Education decision did not abolish segregation in other public areas, such as transport, restaurants, restrooms, but it did declare the mandatory segregation that existed in 21 states as unconstitutional. Okay, one year later, 1955, the Emmett Till murder. 14-year-old Emmett Till from Chicago was brutally murdered by white people while visiting relatives in southern Mississippi. His alleged crime is saying, bye baby, to a white woman in a store for a dare. The case caused outrage among the African Americans and sparked civil rights even more. And this was really the start to the civil rights movement going forward. In 1955 through 1960, the Montgomery bus boycott occurred. African Americans in Montgomery, Alabama, boycotted buses for 13 months after the arrest of Rosa Parks. Now we know about Rosa Parks. She sat in the front of a bus and did not get up when told to. She was standing, she was sitting down for her rights and this uh, this sparked the Montgomery bus boycott. So starting in 1960, there was a movement that was called sit-ins. An example of this is four black students in Greensboro, North Carolina, held the first sit-in They refused to move from a segregated lunch counter when denied service. These sit-ins were employed by a growing number of civil rights activists in the South, mainly college students. Okay, one year later, we'll be talking about the Freedom Rides. Activists ran integrated Freedom Rides on coaches across the South to test a U.S. Supreme Court ruling forbidding segregated facilities and interstate transport. Passengers were beaten in transit, forcing President John F. Kennedy, and his administration to intervene. So largely linked in this was the Birmingham campaign. Martin Luther King and the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, the SCLC, ran their first community-wide nonviolent direct action campaign in Birmingham, Alabama. Police Commissioner Eugene Connor's men turned their high-power fire hoses and police dogs on the demonstrators. Just to put this in context, the police commissioner put on fire hoses and police dogs towards non-violent demonstrators. Images of this came out through newspapers and spread nationwide. Okay, in August of 1963, the March on Washington happened. Philip Randolph and his assistant, Bayard Rustin, organized a March on Washington for jobs and freedom. Almost a quarter of a million people attended. This is where King delivered his I Have a Dream speech. 
One fun fact about Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech is that it wasn't the original speech that he was prepared to speak in front of everyone. The I Have a Dream speech was from the top of his head and he just spoke it out without any paper or anything. All right, in 1964, the Civil Rights Act and in 1965, the Voting Rights Act. U.S. Congress passed the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which, among other things, forbids segregation in public facilities and accommodations after demonstrations in Selma. After demonstrations in Selma, Alabama, the 1965 Voting Rights Act followed, containing provisions for the federal protection of black voters. All right, we come to the conclusion in 1968, Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. While working on his plans for a poor people's campaign in Washington, D.C., King traveled to Memphis, Tennessee to support striking sanitation workers. While there, on the 4th of April, 1968, King was assassinated by James Earl Ray. Fun fact about Martin Luther King, in his efforts to fight segregation and inequality, King traveled more than 6 million miles and spoke more than 2,500 times. Alright guys, that was my podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed and learned a little bit more about the civil rights movement timeline throughout the 1950s and 1960s. I also hope you learned a little bit more of how the progression of the civil rights movement gained traction and also progressed in severity of civilian lives and ended with the fact that their leader, Martin Luther King Jr., had been assassinated. Thank you guys again. I hope to see you soon.